Do you ever realize that when you got old, there were certain fashion trends, there were certain things in your life that just felt a little blah? No, I have always been on the uh, tip of fashion, like the tip of the spear when it comes to fashion. I am practically uh, strutting my stuff in Milan and Paris every single time I leave the door. What are you talking about, Willie? We might have had a term for this back when we were growing up, when we were young lads. We might have called something basic, right? No, that was something that was only introduced to me recently. Oh, okay. Well, times change quickly, Scott, because there is a new term, and I need to break this term down for you. So Gen Z has has coined a new phrase for millennials who are doing things that you would consider basic. The word that I'm referring to is chuggy, C-H-E-U-G-Y, chuggy. Is, is that how it's pronounced? Chuggy? Correct. Now... What is chuggy? Essentially, the word chuggy is used to describe someone who is slightly out of date with trend and tries too hard. So far, it has been used mostly when referring to millennials and people have been sharing their thoughts of what they think chuggy is. So before I read you a short list of what those are. What are some things that you would think of as chuggy? Well, I mean, if you hadn't just told me what it meant, if you had just said, like, guess what this word means, I would have said chewy and soggy. That's also probably a good definition for these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so if things that are basic are now chuggy, oh, cargo shorts are are chuggy. Cargo shorts are chuggy. That's right. You have four pockets, guys. That should be enough. If you need more, just, I mean, get a backpack or a fanny pack. Most women don't have any pockets. Yeah, that's why they have these giant-ass purses. Which is probably chuggy. I mean, there's some. There's definitely some chuggy purses out there. Uh, let's see here. What else? Polo, polo shirts, like basic polos? I want to go a step further. And it's okay. not just basic polos. Well, probably chuggy. You, you need to think of the demographic in which this fits in. What about a golf polo, something overly athletic that you're just wearing around? That's chuggy. If oh, you're is not that on ca- the golf course, that's chuggy. So it's kind of like wearing a sports jersey out to a non-sporting event. Yes. Or now, wearing your, uh, your socks, uh, your white athletic socks really high. No, how fucking dare you? That is on trend, apparently. I would consider that probably chuggy. Yeah, I, I, I feel like dad dads fit into the chuggy category, but I've also seen that dad dad wear is trending. Or maybe it was like grandpa wear, something like that. Some other things that are chuggy, golden goose sneakers. Not familiar. So they're really expensive on-brand shoes that have uh, no point in being so damn expensive. Ooh, wait, 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 wait. Are those the ones that look tattered before you buy them okay all right so that's out used to be in but now it's out anything that is chevron is considered chuggy i'm familiar uh, homer, but I, Sim- I'm homer just, simpson hair i i disagree i feel like a chevron is something that is timeless and classic like herringbone which is a bunch of chevrons no get with the times things that say girl boss yeah 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 even though minions even though oh really <laughs> yeah <laughs> Hey, you gotta you gotta replace your bed sheets there, Scott. Ah, uh, damn it! And and the thing that maybe I take the most offense to, the thing that we could all aspire to want to be, 
that in no way should be chuggy. And frankly, anybody who considers this should just go straight to hell. And that would be Disney adults. What's a Disney adult? You don't like know what the people di- inside inside the mascots, the people no, that work I at Disneyland. Say pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> to the front podcast of the internet i'm your host scott and i'm your host willie at the top of the episode here thank you guys so much for listening to the show if you like the show tell a friend and rate us yeah like give us a rating on your favorite podcast uh, uh source send us an email a tweet uh an instagram dm slide it in there anyway uh up up or down uh we just want to hear from you because we appreciate you. We do this for you as well as for us. If, if you can if, social engineer some of the sites that we work with, you find our address, mail us something. Yeah. Anything to just keep the darkness at bay one more day. Now, Scott and I are, are we're competitive, not to the point of like, I'm going to put that on a dating app that like, I'm, I'm extremely competitive about everything. Here's my fish. Yeah. What's the appeal with that? First of all, what? Why would well, anybody you, care to see their fish? As anybody knows, if you hold it closer to the camera, it looks bigger, Willie. I don't have a camera that's big enough. This is why I invite Scott over to get closer. Yeah, Willie records with a microscope. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty good microscope. But being competitive like we are, I think we want to try something coming up here. And I, I think you had some ideas. Do you want to share yes. what those are? Yes, I was inspired this past weekend with the NFL draft. And uh, for for anybody who doesn't know what that is, it's the National Football League every single year has a draft where they pick college players from the previous year to be on their team. It's like the greatest job hiring event ever. And it's televised on ESPN for three days. Uh, you know what's the saddest thing about that that hiring event? It's that it's not sponsored by LinkedIn? No, it's not inclusive. Well, it's COVID, Willie. Like, they didn't want to bring too many people out. No, no, no. Not, not what, I mean, it's, it's a spectacle to watch, but, like, it, it's all dudes. Oh, yeah, yeah. There haven't been a lot of women invited to uh, participate in the National Football League. But they're working on that. They, they had some, some referees, like full-time referees last season. So They don't draft referees. You don't know. I don't. I, I, don't know. I, I have no idea. <laughs> anyway, NFL is it's super popular with a lot of people, and one of the things that spawned from the NFL was fantasy football. So I was thinking, what if we did a fantasy draft slash competition for subreddits? Where we we will uh, we're still workshopping this, and we're definitely going to reach out via our socials. So look for that and. Please interact with us on that uh, with your thoughts and suggestions. But you would it would be some kind of like we pick uh, a number of subs and throughout the week we will track and maybe we track through the summer months of June, July, and August. And uh, like any good fantasy league, we are going to bet money. How much would you be willing to put down? $100. That's it? What about 101 well, let's see here. Dogecoin's at about 60 cents right now. 100 Doge. Think about what that could be worth. $60? Yeah. But what it could also be worth if it went up to a dollar, if it went up to $2. Yes. Oh, I, I say 
A hundred doge, no matter what its price is. Oh, no. At the end of the season. <laughs> so we have to buy it at the beginning of the season, and we're going to share Coinbase accounts, and we're going to buy it. Well, if we had balls, Willie, we would not buy in at the beginning of the season. We would just say, hey, guess what? Your team won this week. This team won this week. But uh, it looks like Dogecoin was at is now at 269 So that $100... <laughs> dollars that or that hundred doge you just bet suddenly got real expensive all right this week willie it was kind of crazy there's a lot happening i think we should start with uh the celebration that's going on today we generally don't tell people when we record to try and keep it a little bit fresh but today just happens to be may 4th and as every good Catholic knows you say may the fourth with be with you in reference to Star Wars Jesus <laughs> who is Obi-Wan and, Kenobi Anakin right daddy. Yeah, that's right. daddy yeah 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 this week in r slash memes to kick it off Willie we're gonna go with a meme titled that's gonna be awkward because it's a two panel meme one on top of the other the picture shows the ending of uh, Star Wars re- what's the what's episode return of the jedi yeah return of the jedi return of the jedi yeah (laughs) i knew what it was i was just trying to see if you did you know the Uh, one that everybody likes the most yeah (laughs) but it's a post of all the force ghosts obi-wan yoda and hayden christensen anakin standing there uh, with words saying anakin repents at the very last minute and goes to Jedi heaven. But right below it is a post on the what is like the other side of the forest with a bunch of random force ghosts saying all the younglings he murdered. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so I I think my favorite thing about that meme is not that that was written into the story at all, because like that, it, it's such an appalling moment. And the more you watch it, the more you're like, my God, this dude murdered so many children. And this made it into what was arguably a kid's movie. It was PG, right? I think it was PG-13, that one. Had to have been. There's so well, much violence. You know, like, like a true American uh, rating system, once you're 13, it's so easy to see children die. Yeah, all of your uh, all of your heroes slain <laughs> right at the end of the movie too. You never know uh, when the next movie is coming out. Oh yeah, wait, it already did. I, I think the the reason I I like that is there's been so many videos lately, especially around May the Fourth, of people who are having their significant others or their family members watch the films and not telling them what happens. Now, yeah, because that's a dick move. It's a real dick move, especially if you watch them in uh, sequential order. If you introduce your kids to this cute, kind, like fun little kid child and episode one, you got pod racing, like you're super excited. Episode two, you get to explain the birds and the bees of why this older woman is hitting on this teenager. And then episode three, you try to explain why he turned into a murderous psychopath. And then why everybody loves him. Why he is everybody's favorite character. Yeah. But eventually you get you get to go through the, you know, I guess the redemption arc at the very end of episode six, where he finally turns on the emperor who's groomed him this whole time to be this sadistic monster. 
but I'm bad at math. Is that 18 hours or what's 27? Three times six. Help we'll go with 27. Something like 18. 18 hours. 18 hours 18. of 18 just, hours sounds right. 18 hours for like a 30 second payoff of uh, him throwing Palpatine, spoiler alert, into the abyss. And spoiler alert, not even killing him. <laughs> Do you do you remember your favorite May the 4th moment because I there's two that I think stand out to me. Both of them surprisingly Scott involve you. If this is what I'm if this is what you're thinking of, uh, there's been some like content drops uh around the movies. It didn't like a trailer come out on May the 4th at or there was like a a big reveal or announcement of some sort. The first trailer for the uh Force Awakens came out on May the 4th. Oh my No, gosh. that came out on Star Wars Day, didn't it? Today is Star Wars Day. But that oh, came shit. out that I think that came out for Star Wars Celebration. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Later no. on in the year. The point that I'm trying to make, I never really celebrated or put anything behind Star Wars Day. Wasn't really a thing. I watched the movies, they were great, loved them. Uh you and I started hanging out and I was going over to your place and we were playing Borderlands and you were like, "Hey, it's May the 4th." We should watch these movies, and we watched oh. all three. We we watched all six, didn't we? Did we watch them all that same day? Yes, I know we watched three. I I definitely remember watching three. But yeah, that was a good time, and we just like made chips and salsa and just sat down and had a gay old time. That's what we Yabba did. Yabba do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, for any of you listeners, are you? Do you celebrate Star Wars Day? What did you do on this Star Wars Day? When we're all still stuck inside or trying to social distance, even though for some reason it seems impossible to do nowadays. Yeah, and if you didn't do anything, did you notice any of like your favorite quote unquote favorite brands doing anything like kind of cheesy and annoying? And like, why are you celebrating Star Wars? I don't. I don't necessarily think Weber Grills has anything to do with star wars but lo and behold there it is on their instagram story i just looking for a buck scott i know i know so speaking of things that got uh, kind of awkward at the end this week willie in r slash news hate to be the uh, the bearer of this bad news especially to oh, no. to anybody who is in love with these these folks but Bill Gates and his wife, Melinda Gates, are splitting up after 27 years of marriage. How does that make it's, you feel? That's It's really interesting. Okay, so the two of the wealthiest people in the world, Bill Gates and Melinda Gates, Jeff, Bezo- Jeff Bezos. Oh, yes, yes. Both said, you know what? An amount of money that could really never be spent all by myself, let alone split halfway. You know what? I think I want to go it alone. I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to figure I, it out. I know they say money can't buy you happiness, but I'm going to try it out. You know, I've got it. <laughs> yeah. You know, okay. I, I have a different topic about this. Bill and Bill and Melinda splitting up is super surprising, right? What are they going to call the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation? The, uh, the Bill Gates Foundation. Got it. If you're Bill Gates, this story has been told plenty of times, usually it's told by somebody like Neil deGrasse Tyson about Bill Gates's wealth and what it would mean to you. So, Scott, you're walking down the street 
minding your own business. You you don't listen to headphones, so you just got that internal song playing. What is that song for you, Scott? Okay, so uh, what are you singing to yourself to mask this <laughs> to mask the sadness? <laughs> Oh, uh, just, you know, a combination of make it stop in several different languages. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So Scott's internal song is sadness. Now, while you're Somebody kill me. (laughs) (laughs) So, So while that sadness is happening and you're trying to just laugh away the pain. Oh, yeah. Tears of a clown. You see an amount of money sitting on the ground. What is the least amount of money that you would stop and say, oh, I'd pick this up? I honestly walked by a shiny penny on the ground the other day, and I thought to myself, yeah, the germs aren't worth it. Okay, so penny, that, that's a no. Are you stopping at five, ten, or are you stopping I mean, at a quarter? If I see, like, a broken piggy bank on the ground, I'm going to look for, like, the the child that it belongs to to see if, like, they've been kidnapped or, like, screaming, you know, for help. But I'd say, like, if I saw if I saw paper money on the ground, it's. I mean, what condition is it in? Is it like fresh pressed? Any paper money I'm grabbing, unless it looks like it's been stepped on by somebody who just walked through a, a pile of shit. Okay, fair. So you're stopping for a dollar plus. You would like maybe a Sacagawea coin. But I'm not you're proud. Not gonna, yeah, you're not stopping for a quarter. No, I'd probably stop for a quarter too. Okay, cool. That's so piggy bank lo- money. We lowered the bar to a quarter. Now that we yeah, got, got a that weird bank. moment so out of the way, I'm not going to sue you. There's probably not enough money. It's a piggy bank. How small do you think I that know. is? It's not even going to be able to pay for the lawyer that I need. That's right. The only lawyer I know is the lawyer you know. It can't represent. She, he can't represent the, both of us. The only lawyer I know is the guys who, who was on the show a couple weeks ago. His parents. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if Bill Gates were walking down the street and he had to stop and pick up money off the ground that is the of the same ratio of value to your worth being a quarter right your overall worth you would stop for a quarter you'd find value in that how much money would bill gates stop for yeah i this is a this is something i've heard since i was young too and i think it was like back in the day if somebody dropped if he dropped a thousand dollars it wouldn't even be worth his time to it was twenty five thousand dollars by the time we were probably a little older or because I was bad at math, too. So I would say right now, $25 million wouldn't stop Bill Gates. There's no way he would stop and be like, oh, there's a million dollars. There's value in me stopping to pick that up. There just isn't. Which leads me to my next question. I waited at a goddamn McDonald's for 15 <laughs> minutes for a fucking McFlurry. And you have no idea the anger that coursed through my veins Waiting for a stupid McFlurry. Wait, 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 wait. How much was the McFlurry? I don't know, $4? Okay. And what flavor did you get? It was one of the new ones, Caramel Brownie. How delicious does that sound? Not a sponsor, fuckers. Because I was going to say, it doesn't necessarily matter the cost if it's outweighed by, like, number one, your hunger level and that delicious brownie uh, goo-goo flavor. You just want it in you, and that's worth more more than all the money in the world. I would have to make, so if it's $4 and I waited 15 minutes, in my head, as I was sitting there processing, sulking over the anger that was my lack of a fucking McFlurry, I thought, all right, 
This is $4. I just spent 15 minutes of my life waiting for this. I could have driven away. You know what? I could have spent 15 minutes at work. Would I have made more money? So let's just do a math problem here with you, Scott. A full hour, 15 minutes is a quarter of an hour. So I could argue that that's $16. I probably could have just done an hour of work and said, fuck it. I don't that's do my finances. TurboTax does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, speaking of things that are very angry, this week in r slash interesting as fuck, somebody got insane close-range video of a tornado using a drone. For everybody who's just listening to our podcast, I'm going to have Willie describe it. For those who are watching us on YouTube, you'll get to see it right now. Spinny. Oh, we want more words than just that. So, as the, yeah. as the, as the video <laughs> you can't gets just started, place you spin me right round. Uh, well, because it'll get taken down. This is incredible. So this drone gets like damn near in it, and as the the cyclone starts to spin, I don't know if that's the right term. Uh, I'm not a weather weather person. You can see the trees pull in as if it was like a superhero or somebody in like Dragon Ball Z powering up this just vortex of all the trees starting to spin around. Really? Like, how high is this drone in the sky? Uh, it's got to be at least 200 feet in the air, 100 feet in the air easily. The top, the trees look like little bushes to it. It's enormous. Yeah. Like little heads of broccoli just spinning in, in the wind. It is insane. Is, is the best way to describe it. I've never seen footage like this. And to think like, I don't know, 10 years ago, you, you never could have gotten this footage without putting a human in harm's way. Did you grow up watching the movie Twister? Oh, yeah. I only drive Dodge Rams because of that movie. <laughs> They're tornado proof. And uh, it's, got a, it's got a Hemi and an Allison Cummings diesel 3500 transmission. Uh, was it good for you? While Scott cleans himself up, what what I want to say about Dodge Rams is uh, <laughs> I consider a Dodge Ram probably pretty chuggy. Oh, yeah. I mean, now. But like a classic Dodge Ram from the movie Twister? The opposite of chuggy. What's the opposite of chuggy? Fashionable. I, I don't have the link to share with you right now, Scott, but you had to have seen this video this week. Did you see the video on Reddit of th- this older gentleman? He's probably uh, in his 70s. And him and his family, they get done with a the dinner. They're walking out in a parking lot. And while they're out there, they see this beautiful, beautiful Mustang or this like really old classic car. And the the daughter says, "Let can, can we go look at it? And the dad tells this story about how before he had his first kid, he had just bought this car. It was his dream car. It's a thing that he that he loved more than anything except probably his wife and it it was a thing he had dreamt after for a long time yeah not those stupid kids that made him get rid of the mustang well that's exactly what happened three months after having his first kid he said this isn't it i can't do this i gotta give this up and i gotta be more focused on my family he gives up the car well as it turns out his daughter had bought him the exact car that he wanted to the exact paint color and the exact license plate that was a custom license plate he had put on there when he was younger. Was it Chuggy? <laughs> no. Could you imagine doing anything like that for one of your parents? Technically, my dad did something very similar. He had a fully hand-restored 69 Chevy Stingray 
that he kept until I, I was about five years old. Like he built this car as a project car. He he found like a wrecked car and he went to trade school where for auto body detailing and uh, repair. And this was the car he built essentially from scratch as his senior project. And then I got to uh, see some pictures of me in it, you know, when I was younger. But yeah, when I was five years old, he sold it to basically buy a family car for me and my sister. So would you ever go buy him the car? Would I buy my dad a, a 69 Stingray? Yes, absolutely. I, I won't be doing that anytime soon unless this Doge bet uh, from Fantasy League takes off. But <laughs> but yeah, I, wouldn't you do that for your parents? No. I don't know. Did you? I, yeah, I hate no. them. I'm just Fuck kidding. Up. Of course. Of course. No, no, no. I, I, think, I think it's like a, a coming of age tale for all suburban Americans that grew up that their dad owned a car that they were fixing up and inevitably got rid of it. My dad is the exact same way. He had a 1970-something Corvette in our garage that was just like a shell of a car, and he wanted to make it a project and fix it up. And I remember we needed to build a new garage because the one that we had was starting to fall apart, and it was pretty crummy. And it was a a project, and he said, all right, well, if I'm going to invest in a, a real garage... I got to get rid of this thing that's taking up dead space. Uh, so yeah. we got rid of it. And I remember when it got wheeled off, how sad he was. But no, you know, I think if if I were to ever get a Corvette, I would probably just, you know, drive it by the house, rev the engine and flick them off and drive away. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I would, def- I would definitely get yeah, rid of my parents yeah. a car like that. I honestly, uh, every now and then, I will go on to Omegle, which is this charity giveaway website, and I'll throw like some charity that seems like a really cool thing to support. I'll throw them some money as a donation and as a bonus. You know, they give you like twenty-five tickets to get put into this giant lottery pool. But on the off chance that I would win some really cool restored hot rod like that, yeah, I would. Be like, hey, I won this for you. I get to keep the extra cash, but this this is yours. If if anybody has an incredible story like that, I think we would love to hear it. You should reach out to us on one of our socials and let us know, and we can maybe share it on the next episode. Yeah, that would be really cool to hear from everybody. All right, and uh, lastly here, speaking of things that you can drive like a bat out of hell, this week in r slash next fucking level, we have a video of... Two gentlemen inside of a vehicle with, I guess, like the dash cams just facing them while they're driving. And you can't really tell right away what's going on. But the title gives it away immediately, saying, Dodging a cash in transit robbery, the man has balls of steel. Willie, where does it take place? Well, Scott, similar to the movie District 9, this also took place in South Africa. But, like, what an inc- it, it had to have been a B-roll for a, for that film or another film that was shot there. I can't believe when I first started watching this that this was a real event that happened. What you see as the video gets started is this car start rolling up to another car. And then you start hearing this bang, 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 bang. And then all of a sudden the driver's side window has a bullet shot against the window it's just a cracked thing the the passenger who both of them are in bulletproof vests 
pulls out a giant assault rifle while this other guy maneuvers and you see this truck coming around the vehicle as they're driving full speed down the highway, hitting one side of the vehicle, trying to ram them off the road and then hitting the other side of the vehicle. Frankly, I don't even know what they're trying to steal. I just know that it is three minutes of nothing but terror. Since it is so terrifying, like, my heart is pounding while watching it, as I'm sure is everybody who's seeing this. But they are the utmost professionals throughout this entire ordeal. As soon as you hear, like, what sounds like banging on the door, like somebody's knocking really loud. And then when that bullet shatters the window, but it's bulletproof glass, so it only you just see the shatter pattern and not actually break the window. He immediately floors the gas. You can see, like, only... A, like a sliver on each side of the window, but you can see the freeway start to speed away at a higher uh, at a higher rate. And his passenger immediately starts loading his weapons, grabbing everything that he can, while the other dude is kind of like telling him what to do, like grab this, hold on tight. Uh, you see from the other window that the van tries to go, or, or yeah, I think it's a van that's trying to ram him off the road, trying to come up on the other side. That side of the window suddenly bursts with bullet uh, fragments. And, like, at one point they stop and something hits them, which you can only assume is the people who are trying to hijack them or uh, rob them. And the scariest thing that I was trying to find a little bit more about it in the comments was the end of the video ends with them, like, running onto the sidewalk or, or like, on somebody's lawn. And the dude who was driving takes the assault rifle and just gets out and disappears. And then, like, the video cuts off. You, we don't know what happens. So I don't know if they lived, if they died. But this, this is just crazy that we have footage of this and that this is a job that people do. When you were growing up, when, when you were young, dumb, full, full of... Dumb. You, you got it. Yeah, full of dumb. Did you ever get yourself into any illicit activity in a, in a car? I mean, there was this one time. All right, Willie, I'm going to do it. I'm going to I'm going to tell a story about my incriminating past without you having to ask me or without me forcing you to do one. OK, but first uh, time for everything. I know. I know. But you have to promise not to judge me. OK, I don't think I've told anybody this before. So I'm revealing it to you and you only uh, uh, listeners. Go away. Get 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 the fuck out of here. Just everybody plug their ears. So all right, Scott, it's just you. It's just you and me. What's up? What's what's up, buddy? Right. Me and some of my friends, uh, people I hung around with, my girlfriend at the time, uh, we used to have like, I mean, they weren't like the most auspicious cars, if that's the right word, but they were nice. And we we put a lot of work into them when we were younger. Uh, So like, you know, back in the day, modding your car was really popular, right? Yeah. You put some Altezas on there. You put one of those Alpine dashboards. Yeah. But like we went in, we put in some like afterburner turbocharged NAS stuff. Okay, and I'm into it. We started kind of showing off to other people that we knew, and we would take them down to uh, the strip late at night and kind of show them off. And this was kind of before LEDs and stuff were popular, but some people had that kind of, you know, the people that could really afford yeah. that stuff. And, uh, well, somebody, somebody came up to us, said we had really cool cars and they liked them and asked us some questions about them. And they asked if we'd like to, you know, to have a job. And when you're young, of course, you're going to say yes. I mean, Hell you know, yeah. nobody wants to work at Subway and McDonald's their whole life. Like some dudes, like I can give you a job that makes a lot of money. 
Who's going to say no? Well, as it turns out, he wants us and all, you know, several of us to basically follow these shipments of TV VCR combos and wants us to use our cars to track them down and uh, when they get to a certain location, take some of the TVs and the VCRs and bring them back to his warehouse. And since we've got these really fast cars, we're like, you know what? That's a lot of money that you're offering us. I've never done something like this before. I think I'm going to do it. Well, lo and behold, the job goes off without a hitch and we start getting a reputation. And then like this random guy wants to race. He wants to join our crew. He falls in love with my sister. It turns out he's a cop. But you know what, Willie? At the end of the day, he ended up not busting me. We actually got him to quit the police force and join our our crew, and uh, that's 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 the that's how I got in you know kind of in trouble with the law inside my car. And well, kids, that's how Scott fell in love with Vin Diesel. But you know their their love was never the same. It went too fast, and it was too furious. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. We are all over the internet. Hit us up. We've got some uh, cool stuff coming. Uh, in the next week, subreddit fantasy league, 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 league. Working title. No, what's the real title, Scott? Uh, yeah, uh, I think we uh, we have settled so far. It's the sub for that sexy summer subreddit showcase showdown so far. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, kids, no matter what you're into, whether it's Formula One, Super Stonk, EDP 445 or random acts of gaming. There's a sub for that. Sub for that. Sub for that. There, there, there's a sub for that. Sub for that. Sub for that. I can't, I don't know how to do that.